thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And on today's episode, once again, we are live in St. Martin. I, I say live. I, don't, I think I'm used to the uh, the live panel just getting back from um, GIE Expo last week at the time of the recording this. So I'm still in that frame of mind of, you know, recording in front of a live studio audience, you know, live, everything's live, the podcast live that we did. So those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, uh, definitely stay tuned. Or I believe those episode were episodes were before this one. So you should go back and check those out and see um, what I'm talking about. But we did a live podcast event at the JE Plus Expo, now the Equip Expo. Um, and that's, uh, it, was a fr- it was Friday morning that we did it. It was myself, the Green Street Podcast, and Caleb with a Kid Contractor Podcast. Of course, Paul Jameson is uh, the host of the Green Street Podcast. So we did our live podcast event there uh, at, the, at the GIE at the time. And it was a great time. We interviewed a lot of great guests. So definitely stay tuned. Uh, to that or check that out. Uh, those episodes are probably all out by now at the time of the recording of this or the time that this comes out, I mean. Um, but you, so you check out Kid Contractor, Green Industry Podcast, and my podcast, LCR Media Podcast, to see uh, those different um, episodes. But anyway, that, so the whole, the whole point is just that I was just kind of, I guess, in that frame of mind. So that's why I said that. But I am in on vacation right now with my wife in St. Martin, which if you don't know where that is, it's another country. It's a Caribbean island. Um, that's pretty much all I got for you describing where it is, but it's a really nice place. Uh, the previous episode to this, I went kind of into all of that and kind of went down all kinds of side tangents, not really planning to go down all that, but I still think it was a really good, meaningful episode, kind of a recap of why I'm here, what I'm doing here, what it means to me, and some more recapping of the GIE and my, you know, the trip from all that and so on and so forth. But what I didn't get to and what I want to stay laser focused on this episode was how I'm here and still having my business running on its own. I mean, to know it's to no surprise to a lot of people or no secret, I guess, no secret sauce or secret recipe or whatever to a lot of other folks that are uh, already have this going on in their business, right? They already have crew leaders and all that kind of stuff. But one with coming off of a crazy year in 2021 that has been the huge labor shortage that we've had forever. Uh, or I mean, that seems like forever. It's gotten worse and worse, but it's kind of reached its all time high of challenges this year. And it seems like no one's been unaffected from this big companies, small companies, and so on, unless you're a solo. I've been saying in the past, the solo guys and girls are crushing it right now. They're in prime position to if they are doing this and hopefully you are or they are you will or they will charge premium rates pick and choose exactly who you want for your client base you know you want to make sure you you find that the cream of the crop and like i said you can charge the the highest rate raise your prices this is the time because you know you can only do so much so you should be making sure that you have the best of the best for your schedule. Like, say you can only do 40 a week by yourself. It's like, okay, well, I want to get the best 40. I want to be super picky. I want to charge the most. And I'm going to give these people full value. Like, I'm going to crush it for them. I'm going to make sure they have the best service possible. So really, the solo guys and girls are the ones that can really capitalize from this the most. The rest of us that have more than enough work for one person and we have crew or crews, whatever, employees and so on. It's a little bit more tricky because now we've passed a point of no return, such as myself. And when it becomes like really hard to find and keep good labor, good staffing, good employees, a good team, then it's uh, it, it kind of puts you between a rock and a hard place. It's been extremely stressful. I talked about this in previous episodes over the summer. 
Uh, so definitely check those out, you know, like different titles. I didn't look those up before, before I hit record this on, on this podcast, but a lot of labor, you know, titles of labor shortage or, you know, employees, all that kind of stuff. If you just kind of peruse, you know, maybe 10 or 15 episodes ago, you'll probably find it, uh, find, you know, a series that I went through of different episodes that I talked about IBG episodes, right. Focused on what I'm doing and my challenges and how I'm trying to get over them and through them. And then also interviewing some local guys and some other folks in our industry, like Caleb Allman and Mitchell Gordy and Blake Albertson and kind of getting their pit, uh, their, perspective on everything and their challenges that they've been dealing with this year and so on for labor shortages and, and all that. So, because I know we're all dealing with it. So at any rate, those of you that do know, and if you don't know, I definitely was also struggling myself, have had yet to find a crew leader. That's kind of like the missing link for a lot of folks, even including myself, trying to find someone I know can kind of run the show for me while I'm gone. Or, or I mean, while I'm doing other things, really not while I'm gone, like my whole plan is so that I can continue to do other things. I can treat yards, you know, while someone else is mowing the lawns, you know, like the crew is mowing the lawns and I'm fertilizing lawns or working on some landscape maintenance, like trimming shrubs or, or whatever, like, you know, all the different scenarios that a lot of folks do or, or plan on doing that that was always my goal as well, but I was not able to find the right team, the right person to kind of lead that team and so on. Had a lot of ups and downs, pain and heartache with labor, um, just like a lot of other folks out there, pretty much just about everyone, like I said, other than the solo uh, guys and girls out there. So with all that being said, leading up to about a month ago, a part-time, one of my original part-time employees who's in high school at the time, uh, he worked for me for a couple of years. I really kind of got him um, up to the level that I wanted him to be. You know, he was striping lawns just as good as I was. Um, you know, he knew how to do pretty much all the major, all the main things in in my business. Uh, I just didn't, you know, kind of let him, I didn't get a chance to let him loose because uh, that's when things right around that time when I was kind of getting him up to speed and, and, you know, Hey, how about you take this route, right? This is the easiest route, super route dense, um, neighborhood, you know, we've got like 20 something yards in, in one neighborhood. We can knock most of those out in one day. So you can get, you know, maybe 16 to 18 yards done in one day with one other person and just kind of was getting him geared up to that and saying, would you be down for that? And he was like, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. You know? And, and then it just kind of like started falling apart towards the end there. We were like, you know, going, starting to go through COVID, um, and, 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 you know, 20, the beginning or late, uh, early 2020, uh, kind of when the season started and COVID was starting to become a thing. And, you know, I could just tell that he was kind of starting to seem a little less enthused and maybe getting burned out. And, um, I started having a little bit, well, I, I had good staffing at the time, but I was just kind of having a heart to heart with him and wasn't really sure what, what was going on. I said, be honest. And he said, yeah, I'm just not really sure he was graduating high school through COVID. So that was kind of a mess, right? There was no typical, I mean, the whole rest of his year was virtual and then the graduation was all weird and all this stuff. So, I mean, I, my heart goes out to those guys that had to deal with that, whether it was college, high school, or any kind of accomplishments, weddings, whatever you're trying to do during all of that craziness it was definitely a tough time. So he was dealing with all that and then trying to figure out what he was going to do with his life, right? Like, okay, it's real life now. It's not summer vacation anymore. It's real life. Like he even said this to me one time, one of his friends was like, Hey man, it's like, you know, three weeks till summer vacation. And he was like, bro, it's not summer vacation. It's life. You know, there's summer, vac summer vacation is in between, you know, school. Like there's no more school. We're graduating, man. Like there's no summer vacation. It's, it's real life. It's three more weeks till real life. 
you know, and so he he definitely had a a good perspective and a good head on his shoulders, which is why I was trying to kind of mold him and and you know get him to that level uh, for me. And I I knew as he was getting older and as he was growing up, he would be growing up with with my business and so on. But ultimately, he ended up going different direction and found a full full time job. I and mean, he did admit to me and say, "Yeah, it's just kind of you know I've been doing this for a couple of years now, and I'm kind of getting burned out. I'm not really sure what." what I want to do with my life and so on, you know, graduating high school and, and whatnot. And I don't know if I want to go in the army or if I want to go to trade school for like, you know, uh, automotive, you know, school or whatever to be a mechanic or, or what I want to do. And he ended up just finding, I guess, a, a decent um, opportunity, him and a bunch of his friends uh, to work full time at a local place. It's kind of like a warehouse facility that just ships products kind of all over the country, maybe even all over the world. I forgot exactly what, what kind of products just, oh, I think like, like a lot of electronic components and things like that. So it's definitely a big, busy company um, that was hiring a lot of people. And I guess they were changing facilities. So they needed people to kind of help with all that kind of transition. And then the people that kind of excelled in that and made it through that would, um, you know, would be able to uh, stay on, I guess, for longer. So, you know, long story short, he stayed on for about nine months and was full time there and and so on. But that kind of got old also, like he was just doing the same old thing. Right. And so, you know, just like packing, shipping, shelf, you know, uh, stocking shelves, whatever, all the, 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 the warehouse mentality, those of you that know, you know, and it's just kind of becomes, you become like a, almost like a, like a worker bee or something, or you're just, you're just kind of like a, 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 a machine just doing the same thing over and over again. So he's just one of those people that can't really be satisfied doing the same boring thing over and over again. So when it comes to mowing lawns, yes, we're mowing lawns. It's the same activity, but you're mowing different lawns every day, every week. It's the same lawns. Every, all the Monday's lawns you're doing every Monday, but you know, then Tuesday you have another set of lawns and Wednesday and so on. Then you repeat the process all over again, but it's still, it's still different, you know, and you're outside and you're doing different types of activity and the weather's different and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes you have to use different equipment for different reasons, different conditions. Oh, it rained. It's a little wet, whatever. It's super long or it's not. Now we have to bag or oh, now we have to clean up leaves. Like throughout the season, there's all these different things that you're doing. So it's, it's kind of enough to keep it non, you know, it's, it's not as boringly repetitive, even though, yes, you are still doing the same thing. You're mowing lawns, but it is different enough and you're outside and all that. And he seemed to realize, uh, he eventually realized that he enjoyed that a lot more than the whole warehouse life. So, you know how it is. The grass isn't always greener on the other side type deal. So he, he, uh, um, uh, uh, contacted me, he reached out to me and he asked if, if I was, you know, looking for, you know, if I had any openings or whatever. So, and this was kind of, what was it? Maybe a couple months ago, I think. And so we kind of went through the whole process, you know, I met up with him and, and meanwhile, you know, he, he's about to be 20 now. So at the time when I hired him, he was 17 going in 18. Now he's 19 going on 20. So, I mean, a couple of years makes a big difference. You know, he's been paying bills, has his own car, all this stuff. So, I mean, he's kind of like, growing up in a short amount of time and realizes that there's other priorities that he has to focus on in life. So that kind of helps people mature a little bit more as well. So, you know, I met with him, talked to him and all that, you know, he, I could definitely see that he seemed like a little bit more mature than he was before. Um, and I, I always enjoyed working with him. Um, and I feel that he felt the same, which is why he was asking if I, if I would let him to come back or whatever. So we kind of worked it out. You know, he said how much he needed to make and, and, you know, in order to leave. And even though he doesn't like where he's working now, he still has to pay bills. So he doesn't want to leave there for less and all that kind of stuff, which I totally get it. 
Uh, so, you know, we basically, I told him I'd get back to him and, you know, we, we worked out, I, I worked out a deal. I worked out something that, you know, good package to offer him and he accepted and, you know, time had passed and a lot of different weird things happened throughout that process. And through all that, I was going through staffing issues because I actually going back uh, when, when he left, um, the first, when, when he originally left, that's when things just started falling apart. Coincidentally, you know, like we went through the winter, things were fine. Then we started the next spring, which was the spring of 2021. And all of a sudden I just, you know, lost one of my main guys who I thought was like, you know, the best thing ever, you know, older, super experienced, all that. And, you know, I was going to try and see if I could get him to drive the truck one or two days a week, you know, just trying to constantly find that answer to, to, to grow my business at next level so that I can start doing some other things. Um, and not have to be doing everything all the time in the truck with, with everybody, try and get someone to take, take the lead there. Um, but that's always been the elusive thing for me. As I know, it is hard for a lot of other folks as well. And that's what you really need is that right hand person or that per that person that can take the lead on something or some things or whatever. Even if you start out small and work your way up, you, you know, you got to start somewhere being able to give, delegate some of this stuff to someone that you can rely on. And that's, that, that's what's elusive for a lot of people and was also for myself. So throughout all of that, like I said, uh, you know, so then I was trying to find people to replace this guy and I just never found anyone that ever stayed very long. And it was just constant turnover, constant turnover. And just one person, one person, one, you know, I don't need that many people. I need really two good people, either two part-timers or one full-time and one part-timer. But I was just going through people constantly. And I still had the one constant, the one guy that I've had for three seasons now. So I was thankful for that, but I know he was getting burned out. We had a lot of conversations, a lot of heart to hearts and all that. And, you know, we, we both tried to do the best we could to find people and to get through all the, some of the stressful days and weeks and all that stuff and just getting the work done. And it got to the point where I had to reduce some of my route. I had to let some people go, give them to like some local uh, friends of mine that had other companies that were, were willing to take on some extra to work in a specific area where our areas kind of overlapped a little bit. And, um, you know, some other people I just flat out let go because there was no one that I could even refer them to or wanted to refer them to because they were just real big pitas. Uh, and that's another episode that we had a way back when me and Geek to Freak, um, Greg Chisholm talked about pita customers and what that is, uh, pain in the ass customers and, and that whole thing. So check that out. Check that up, uh, episode out as well. Um, and you could, you could just search that in Spotify or, or Apple or whatever you use and just type in PETA customers or geek to freak or whatever. Um, and something, something should come up there. But anyway, I got rid of some of those people that I didn't even want to pawn off to anyone else. I just got rid of them. That was it. So, you know, that, that, that was that. And, uh, so that reduced a little bit for me, um, because it was just, it was just getting really difficult with just me and one guy trying to get, you know, uh, a full schedule, you know, one crew's worth. I think I was up to 75, um, accounts to manage every week. And it was just very stressful for two people. It was a lot, you know, there was no wiggle room for any rain or whatever and all that stuff. So I really needed that second person so that there could be three of us so we can kind of get things done a little bit faster and I could maybe divide and conquer and, uh, do some different things and, you know, some other, um, creative ways to get stuff done. Like, you know, when it came time to fertilize or something or whatever, I could send my guy out that I've been trained to be a fert tech, you know, that the one guy that I've had for three seasons, like I could, you know, get him a, you know, rental truck and he could just, you know, I load him up, you know, with a pallet of fertilizer spreader. He knows the deal, get him set up, you know, he uses service autopilot. Um, he can pull it up, sees all his schedule and he just knocks him out throughout the day. So on and so forth while me and the other person could go and mow the lawns for that day. So we can, like I, like I said, again, divide and conquer. Otherwise it's really 
difficult to be able to do that any other way when there's just me and one person. So a lot of opportunities there, a lot of um, stress points and just trying to figure out how to get through these challenges. All that was going on throughout the whole season until uh, this one uh, employee of mine wanted to come back. So he eventually came back, came back full time, his salary, um, and he kind of hit the ground running again, picked up kind of where he left off. I started letting him just, you know, kind of re- get reacclimated. Some things had changed. Some of my setup changed. I got some newer, new equipment, different things like that. So made, made sure that he got comfortable with all that, understood all that and did storage units and what, what goes where and the whole operations of everything. Um, got him more familiar with that again. And obviously some, some new accounts that we got since the last time he was there. So we kind of went through a couple of weeks of all that. And then I started getting, having him just mow everything on his own again and, and getting used to all that. And, you know, GIE was coming and this vacation was coming back to back. Hey guys, it's Marty. Let me take a moment and tell you about the Ramp Rack. This is a pickup insert that eliminates the need to pull a trailer just to haul your equipment. It easily installs on any 1,500 to 3,500 pickup long or short bed, extending the usable space of your bed by two feet. The Ramp Rack's most popular model for landscapers is the PU200. It has rear window protection and a removable shelf for push mowers and gas cans. You're going to love this. The ramp and dovetail have a weight capacity of 2,000 pounds. Made in Maryland, it comes powder-coated and, of course, built to last for years. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Head over to therampwrack.com and, of course, save 10% with the promo code LCR. That's therampwrack.com and, of course, we'll throw the link in the show notes. LCR not only uses the ramp rack, but he gives it his highest endorsement. Hey guys, Mr. Producer, and I wanted to take a minute to talk to you about the LCR Media Podcast Merch Shop. If you're looking for a way to support the show and share it with others who might also enjoy it, then check out our LCR Media Podcast exclusive merchandise. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, even an insulated water bottle for when you need to take a sip of water. I think I'll leave that one right there. Anyway, just click on the link in the episode description to see the products. Make sure to tag us on Instagram at LCR Media if you do snag some swag. And we sincerely appreciate you listening to and supporting the show by picking up some gear. Thank you, my friends. Basically, the week of JE, I worked with them on Monday. And then the rest of the week, they were on their own. And then this week that I'm on vacation now, the whole week, I'm not here and, and, and they're, I'm not there. I mean, and they're on their own. So I had to kind of quickly get them set up for that and, you know, make sure that he understood how to use service autopilot, which it was super, uh, he picked it up very fast. It seemed super easy for him, you know, quick learner. He knew how to mow the lawns. All he had to do was just kind of just do it right. Just, all right, well, how's the setup going to look? Okay. The truck's going to leave the truck here. That's what you do. You come in, you, you know, you park your car, you park your truck over here. Then you, you know, go, you have your key to uh, the storage unit. You open that up, get the truck key, go grab the truck, pull it over. You know, you guys load up all your stuff, close the storage, lock it up, boom, head out for the day. And you knock all your yards out, come back and do the opposite, right? Unload everything, park the truck back up, lock the keys up and everything in the truck, and then grab your truck and leave. So it's kind of, you know, we streamlined all that, came up with a plan. You know, we practiced all that kind of stuff. And he did it all last week for JE. And he's been doing a fan, fantastic job. Uh, obviously, he's you know called me a few times and had you know we've texted back and forth. I'm following up with him. He's asking me some du- you know double checking some things, which I appreciate. He always apologizes when he calls me or whatever. I'm like, no, don't apologize, man. Rather you call me 
just to be sure than kind of make the wrong decision. I mean, yes, we all live and learn from mistakes, but don't, don't ever be afraid, you know, to call me. Like, I mean, it's fine. I mean, if, if you're calling me for the same thing over and over again that I've already answered, then maybe that would become an issue, but this is all brand new first week. Don't be afraid to call me. No big deal. That kind of stuff. So it's really worked out well so far. Um, and you know, even today as I'm recording this, um, he asked me to call him because he was texting me that, you know, they're, they're not sure what to do. It's been raining, uh, for the past 10 minutes, like pouring or something for the past 10 minutes. And they're not sure if they should call or not or whatever. And, but really speaking and thinking like, 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 like a leader, like an owner, like he's, he's owning that route, owning that day, owning that, taking responsibility of that. Then he asked for me to call him and then he just, and so I called him and talked to him and he was like, yeah, we're thinking of maybe calling it for today because it poured so much. There's like standing water in like people's ditches and in the street, all the potholes, all that stuff. And, you know, it's like, we only had like another hour, an hour and a half left of our shift anyway. And it stinks because we probably could have gotten the whole rest of the schedule done. You know, if the rain could have just held off, but it just came down in buckets and now everything's probably soaking wet and muddy and I don't want to destroy any yards. So do you think we can just call it and just come back tomorrow um, and we can just work a half a day tomorrow and we can get it all done? And I said, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Thank you for coming up with that solution. Uh, I really appreciate that uh, for, for you coming up with that solution. And so that's, that's, you know, that, and I appreciate you like taking, you know, being, um, taking the care of not wanting to go on the yards, assuming that they're going to be muddy and everything and not getting them all messed up. So I, I really you know, again, told them that I appreciated that and so on and so forth. So that's what they're going to do. I said, I'll make the adjustments. I'll take a look and see what the yards is like eight yards left or something. I'll take those and I'll move those over to tomorrow real quick for them. Um, and then I'll, I'll adjust their schedule for tomorrow and they'll just hopefully knock it out tomorrow. So yards will be a little wet first thing in the morning, but they'll just be careful. They'll take care of it. And you know, they, they know what to do. Basically they've known what to do forever. Uh, I just kind of had to one kind of take the, um, uh, take the leap of faith, I guess, you know, give a little more trust to, to kind of give them the reins, um, but also make sure I set them up for success and all that so that they can actually get the job done well. So, so that's kind of where, where we're at now. And that's, that's how I've been able to, you know, to get to this point. And I, I wanted to get to that point for so long and it just wasn't really working out, but it seems like things have really worked out like perfect timing, right? Because Jay was coming up and then I was going on vacation with my wife celebrating our 20th anniversary and just wanting to have time together and so on. And just, it was just perfect timing because I don't know what I would have done if, if he didn't come back, you know, a month or a month and a half, whatever it's been uh, ago, it would have been a lot more of a stressful situation that I would have had to figure out. Most likely I would have had to skip some yards and lost money and, you know, revenue and all this stuff and maybe, maybe aggravated people and so on. So uh, I'm, I'm glad I didn't have to go down that road and things are going um, smooth as smooth as they can, you know, under the circumstances, obviously rain is not cool, but that's just part of the territory. We can't help the weather, uh, but we're, we'll make the adjustments necessary. And, uh, and, and they, they, they're doing a great job. So he's doing a great job. The two of them are doing, are working well together. And that's, that's pretty much how, how it's, it's going. And uh, I look forward to, you know, I, I'm assuming that they will continue this week. Um, and I'm also looking forward to when I get back to maybe, you know, ha have him continue like maybe one day a week or something to keep, you know, doing what he's doing so that I can focus on other things like growing the company or focusing on whatever else needs to be done. Things I never really have time to do because I'm always just in the truck with everyone getting all the work done. So um, that might be a possibility too, just because, you know, why, why stop the progress and the momentum, right? I'm, I'm sure he'll be kind of, he 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 had to level up 
right? So he's going to be at a next level when I get back of like, hey, I've been I've been running the show for, you know, almost two weeks, like, and then all of a sudden just take that away from him and be back to just doing it all myself. Like, why, why do that? Right? Like, why not just have him, you know, you know, know, again, depending on how he feels and how things go and all that, but there's the possibility, there's the opportunity of, you know, Hey, maybe, you know, you can still do it, you know, one or two days a week or whatever, you know, and we can alternate or different things like that. So that's this, my whole point is I'm getting, finally getting to the point that I wanted to get to granted it's the end of the season and we're winding down mowing and all that, but it's better than late than never, in my opinion, especially with the different things, the trips and vacations and stuff like that, that I had going on. It was good timing with that. So I'm, I'm very happy, very appreciative. And I just kind of wanted to update you guys on, you know, where I'm at with my business. And uh, like I was saying in the last episode, I, I thought about really trying to squeeze this in prior to the JE so that it had some topic of conversation for those that listened to the episode before JE, like on the way or something like that. So that we could touch base. Cause I know a lot of you really have been following along and, you know, we, other events that, that I've been at, you know, or just responding to things on Instagram or DMing and stuff like that. Like just talking about all the things that I've dealt with over the summer that I've shared, you know, and been candid with and transparent with, uh, for everyone and, 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 and a lot of you responding saying that you've had a lot of the same struggles and that, that you are happy, uh, or that, that, you know, that you're grateful that I shared those and, uh, helping with different tips and just helping them feel, helping you feel that you're not alone. And that's kind of the whole point of why I even do all this. Like I'm, I just keep sharing and you know, whatever I, when, whatever I learn mistakes, um, successes, all that stuff, things from other people, things I did myself. I just always try to share that to, help, help everyone out, help the community, help us grow. Cause you know, we can only get better together faster. So that's just kind of my whole thing. And, you know, I hope you guys appreciate it. I thank you guys for listening. Want to make this one a little bit more short and sweet, uh, while my wife was getting ready, you know, for, uh, for our evening festivities and, uh, I will catch you guys on the next episode. And I appreciate you guys listening. This is the lawn care rookie signing off. Thank you to the Toro Company for sponsoring the LCR Media Podcast. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production. So we're here in the Toro booth, the Toro Outdoor booth, live on Thursday at the GIE Plus Expo, and I am here with... My name is Troy. I'm with TJ Lawn Landscape. How's it going, Troy? I I surprised you because I remembered you on the Facebook group Road to the GIE, which is a group that I created to bring everyone together to the GIE so we can have a streamlined communication and come to events like this and meetups and things like that. So uh, tell us a quick uh, brief history about, you you know, your business and how you got in here. You're you're 22. You started when you're 17. It's an inspirational story, man. Tell us. Well, as you were talking before, yeah, I had posted on the GIE page that um, the morning that I was leaving this, again, it's my first year, for whatever reason, like the, the weeks, the months leading up to it, I was so damn excited. Can I curse? Yeah. <laughs> so dang excited. And, uh, but th- that morning, I, was, I, I don't know what it was. And I was just, I, again, as he was talking, I opened my business, TJ Lawn and Landscape. My name's Troy. My dad's Jim. He passed when I was 12. And one of the last things I said I wanted to do with him was start the business. So I did it myself, you know. And that morning, I guess it's just one of those things, all the milestones in my business have always just been something like, yeah, I want to share that with him. But I wish he was here today, you know. And I'm very happy that at least starting in 2016, um, almost like what five years later where i brought my business i'm very happy to meet guys like naylor and uh, everybody else here i'm super happy to be here 
That's awesome. And you shared a very inspirational story of that uh, on the Facebook group. And, and a lot of the guys here, you probably get some more people that will that will say, hey, and, you know, and, and recognize you in that story. And, and it's kind of like a family thing. We all get together. That's why the GIE is so impactful, because we get together for this family reunion. So how do you how did you feel about that? reiterate because I forgot <laughs> yeah. yeah we had the plane fly over yeah no i was just saying how it's, it's like a family reunion you shared that inspirational story and uh, you know i think a lot of guys really appreciated that and you're probably going to connect with some folks here at the j if you haven't already as far as uh i was actually surprised i met a few guys here um maybe like five to ten that actually had stopped me i have a small youtube channel a small instagram and it's humbling. I like it. I, uh, I like meeting these people, especially like younger kids who come up to me and say, because I'm young and they watch me, they see that I did it, kind of give them inspiration. Um, and even some other guys who are older and they say that they started their business because of me or something like that. Or, you know, it's, just, it's very humbling to kind of almost follow in the footsteps of the guys that started me off. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So what's, what's one thing you're looking forward to seeing here at the GIE? My... my I guess you could say like the one thing or the overall thing is I like going to the booths that uh, I know the other guys really aren't going to as far as like Toro, Xmark and all that. I've gone to Bradley, World Lawn. Um, Hustler has a new 34-inch stander out for residential. And I'm trying to make videos of like the mowers that not many people are making videos on for the young guys starting out who maybe have a budget or something like that. Um, again, like with the Bradley, they're, they're very slept on. I think they're very good mowers. In the next few years, I would love if I can have my own shop and sell mowers. Bradley is not in any state even around me. I've been talking to the guy, and hopefully that's something I can do. Yeah, so what's your YouTube channel? Shout it out. Uh, my YouTube is TJ Loan and Landscape. As of now, almost 1.2K subscribers, and that's happy. Uh, it's good for me because I've only been doing it for about a year or so, you know? Awesome. Well, thanks for stopping by and getting on the podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me.